Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome to the Behind the Racket Pod. The podcast taking you behind the racket with today's top tennis players and biggest issues facing the sport. Behind the Racket is a community to give fans and players in the world of tennis the opportunity to open up like they have never done before. Visit BehindTheRacket.com for the latest stories, merch, as well as direct links to all of the latest podcasts. It can also be found on iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcasts. Download the episodes and make sure to leave a review. And we want you to be a part of the conversation. Find me at NoahRubin33 or Mike at MikeCTennis on all forms of social media. You can also learn more at BehindTheRacket.com or MikeCTennis.com. Special thanks to my sponsor, New Balance. Visit their latest shoes and styles at NewBalance.com and learn more about their program of giving back at hashtag NBGivesBack. You can also help support the podcast by visiting Patreon.com slash BehindTheRacketPod and receive rewards from our travels around the world. And now... We got a big episode for you here this week. Hopefully you heard over the last couple of weeks inside the winner's circle with Mark Lyall, one little rock, and in Tyler, Texas, Nicholas Moreno de Albaran. And now we've got Noah Rubin um, coming thanks in. Thanks for having me today. No, uh, it's great. To, thanks for, I, did I thanks for it? joining. <laughs> thanks for joining your podcast. Um, coming up in just a little bit, you will hear my conversation from last week in Tyler with Blair Henley and a little bonus added on with Alex Lawson. Um, we'll just kind of let that sit there. It was with no, I don't want you to worry. The, the, uh, uh, leaf blowers were going, so you probably won't be able to hear Alex very, very much. Thank so God bless America. Really? Him uh, with a mic is... I mean, he doesn't even know what to do. He, his brain is going. He's waiting for that moment. Then he gets it, and sometimes he crumbles. You know, he's not the same Alex that we know and love on Twitter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Um, let's let's recap the last couple of weeks. Uh, French Open now concluded. Um, I, I know others have said it more eloquently. I just don't think that there's any point in in discussing the goat. Um, on the men's side anymore. I think every metric you could possibly use now goes to one person, and that's Novak Djokovic. Yeah. I mean, you know, was there... I guess, yeah, we had the Grand Slam talk, but was there really an argument prior to this anyway? I mean, it was going this direction. Obviously, yeah. the whole COVID situation with, you know, we didn't even know if he was going to play a slam for two years and what that was going to look like. But, sure, yeah, it's... I don't know. Federer is the most beautiful tennis player of all time. Nadal is the most dominating, but the greatest player of all time is Djokovic, and that's just how it is. There's nothing really to it. Uh, um, but yeah, it's <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I think my my favorite part was you know Rude made an actual clever comment and wasn't like depressurizing or anything. But he's like, you go back to my Slam finals, and I ran to some mm -hmm. damn good tennis players. <laughs> yep. And he's like, I don't want to take anything away, but. I think he said a playable player, I think was the quote he used, like a more yes. playable player. Um, yeah, because it, it's Rafa at the French. Yes. Uh, Carlos in the midst of that, that run, run in New York. Yeah. <laughs> and then then the person taking over the Grand Slam title on the men's side at 23 in Novak Djokovic. Yes. Too good. Is that his third slam? I thought he had four. Am I losing it? I think those are the only... Uh, all right, you you keep I'll talking. Keep going. I'm Google. Yeah, but it was um, it was actually just like it was like a sweet sentiment. He's like, I, I did my best, you know. And I think, and I tweeted out that you know, Casper's not going to get enough credit. Just like Ferrer never got enough credit, and that's kind of how it's going to be. Yeah. Um, and and I think he almost he guy's 24 years old, you know. Like Ferrer wasn't really doing this at 24, so some more respect on his name for sure. And I understand the, the fight in the finals, not what people are looking for, but yeah, I mean, he's running into good players. And what did you find out? <laughs> uh, the other one was the tour finals. Ah, okay. 
So yeah, okay. three slam finals and then the tour finals last okay. year. So we okay. you you were on the right on the process right path. there. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, it was a it, good time. It, and then the women's side, um, guys. Yeah, it was funny. My dad called me, and he doesn't honestly he doesn't watch tennis all too often anymore. Um, but he's like, she just she wins ugly, she wins pretty, she wins and she wins, and it's pretty remarkable. You know, if you're gonna build a women's tennis player, she just she figures it out. You know, and yeah, Mukova is quite a player. I mean, she's my favorite just, on the tour. Yeah, she is gorgeous to watch play. Man, that is, I I could watch that stylistically all day. Um, and that will probably won't get enough credit. I mean, obviously injuries have hampered her careers, and yeah. that's that's one thing. Um, obviously the stories of the tournament though on the women's side, what what happened to Mia Kato, the the women's doubles player, the ultimate uh, tennis karma. Man, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm happy for her to get the mixed doubles thing. Like, it it was genuinely mixed. Having been in you know Little Rock, Tyler, the last couple of weeks at the the um, Challenger side, mm -hmm. we actually I talked about it with Alex Bolt. That's going to mm -hmm. be a podcast for next week. But, um, like I, I I this is not the popular thing to say, but like you hit a ball kid in the chest and the face. Like, I'm sorry, that's an auto. Like. Uh, yeah, I, I get it. Totally yeah. accidental. Like, but like, here's here's the thing. I think what everybody agrees on is there's no reason not to use instant replay at this point. Yeah. When you're making a decision on a default of somebody taking away their points, taking away their money, to not use instant replay is truly criminal. Right. There's real careers on the line here. This is not yes. this is not a ball called out, which could change the path of a match. Sure. This is yeah. This is a DQ. Like. Right. Let's look back at this. I mean, every sport does it. Um, Shockingly yeah. ignorant. I think I'm against you a little bit. I understand. And believe me, you know, we've spoken about this throughout, you know, the past few years that we've had a few on both Challenger and uh, ATP WTA side. But, yeah, I, I guess you don't see the full picture. You know, was the ball girl looking first? Obviously, you have the reaction sure. from the ball person. But yep. they're just lobbing it up, and obviously, you know, we all love Fed, and this guy does it constantly to them. He did it constantly, yeah, constantly, and, and everybody's like, you know, even Neil Kyrgios was like, oh, you know, it's a dream to catch a ball from Fed. I'm like, that's not the point here. You know, Fed was just literally rocket balls at lines people, you know, yes. at, that the, he thought was ready for it, and it's tough. But again, tennis karma was there. It's amazing. It was a okay ending to. A tough, but yeah, I mean, if we don't see this, I know not everybody sees me, but if, you know, yeah. the square that people do during the European football games, um, we need to see that way more often. Yeah, we're just yes. gonna go just two seconds, it would take two seconds. Well, that's the thing, it's it's one thing if we're incorporating it into line calls and sure. you know, things like that. I, I totally get it. That's there's a complex discussion, I, I get it. It's <laughs> that's that's difficult. It is not difficult when you're talking about disqualifying somebody because of the fact that the automatic rule is money and the automatic rule means loss of points. Yeah. It is that's way too much. Yeah. Um I I said it on Twitter as well but I this is like again a perfect PTA PTPA or player boards currently with the ATP and WTA how are how are we not writing that into you know something right away? Like I how know is PTPA that? PTPA is working on a few things for it now. Um, you know they they put the tweet out in defense of. So we'll see. I mean, this is we spoke about this on the last one of the last ones we you and I did of mm. these are the situations. Not that they're good, but the, they're giving you chances to step up. PTPA. Correct. And and yeah, I mean, we at least saw a tweet, you know, which we didn't see prior to it. So that's a step. But, you know, I do believe that they are, you know, trying to overcome this and, and be there for them. So we'll see. Arena Sabalenka um, waiting at the net for a handshake that was never going to come. Um, yeah. Really bothered me. Um, I... So I I gave I'm, the benefit I'm of the really doubt. Bothered. I don't know why I did. I, I have no personal connection to Sabalenka. Um, yeah. yeah. So you think she meant something? She knew what she was doing. She knew what she was doing. That's all. You, yeah. you, yes. Okay. I, I, it would have been one thing if she went to the net like and force then, of habit. Right. And, and then, then realized turned, yeah. and then turned. Then I, I, would, have, I would have been <laughs> forgiving. She sat there and waited as yeah, if yeah. to just show... It's that person who's in the wrong, right. and that is so cruel and um, hurtful. 
And I, it's, a, it's a shame. It's tragic because it's somebody who is respectfully showing their opinion, respectfully caring about their country in a way wow. that is not taking away from anyone else. That is ideal. And that, that has, man, that really got me. That yeah. really got me last week. No, it's an interesting time. I, I, I tweeted out a little bit, kind of, I was tired of seeing, you know, the handshakes and I think it got misconstrued by a couple of people. I think for me, it was, I just felt that, you know, something as severe as, as actual war is taking mm -hmm. place and we're bringing this pettiness down to only speaking about handshakes. And I understand the bringing of attention, but I, like, I didn't even know what was going on in the war in the past few weeks. Like, that, like it never, there was never another link. Like, hey, yeah, we're talking yeah, about handshakes. That. Here's what's happening in the war. It was like, oh, we have to hate these tennis players and a few here. And I was like, it's getting very petty. And that's kind of what I felt towards the end. And, and that's why I think I had enough during, I think Sabalenka was the last one, during that Sabalenka match of being like, guys, like, I don't even know what's really going on. And I appreciate you think this is bringing attention, but obviously it's not. Because I haven't seen anything on my mm. timeline to show what's taking place right now. Um, yeah, I, I don't, but I'm one to believe that sport isn't larger than current issues. You know, I think there's a place for it to some extent and, and, you know, you have a platform and if you believe in something, you should speak on it. Um, I'm not one for the dribble, you know, keep dribbling kind of thing. And if you feel strongly during a press or do your thing, you know, that's your platform. But, uh, yeah, I just, I wish it just linked to something else you know for real knowledge and resources but we just have to change your algorithm quite quite a bit away from anime porn and sports cards to something more serious the, the worst part is i can't even defend myself <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna have to say like no there's no anime porn on my twitter <laughs> like i'm gonna have to now post this somewhere <laughs> your shirt says catter day i just want people to know that know, as well it's great it's a great shirt <laughs> i i got it from an ex-girlfriend um the last thing um, i would say about french though is yeah. on the woman's side i am excited about you know i'm because I actually went back on this, and we I liked the semis that we had on the men's side. I do. And on the women's side as well. Um, and I think I am going back on my poll, and I know a lot of people who went to my poll and said, I like knowing that anybody can win the tournament. I actually fully disagree with that and now believe that we need to build these rivalries again. Mm -hmm. And and I think we saw that where, you know, a sinner lost early and there was a possible you know, Medvedev losing. It's like we're losing those matchups that we're trying to create and – that bothers me. But on the women's side, I'm I'm excited about there's such, you know, within top, let's say, six, seven players or ten players, um, a lot of different styles of tennis, you know, which I don't think oh, we've green, seen. Yeah. You know, you have Sabalenka hitting the shit out of the ball, Svatek doing whatever it takes to win a match, dirty, ugly, moving. Uh, Mukova now playing gorgeous tennis on all sides. Um, you know, you can go through the list, and there's a lot of different tennis there. But, um, yeah, the men's side, I, I – I'm not, that poll is done. I, I just, I think we need some rivalries. I think we're losing them. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. Crotch right at the number one spot of men's doubles right now. I mean, to see Austin Krychek right there is, I, 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 I'm stunned. What an incredible story that is a guy who has worked his ass off to get to where he is. I mean, having watched him play countless challenger matches early in his career, a singles player, I, I was yeah. telling some of the guys on, on Saturday as we were waiting for our doubles final, the worst tennis match I think I ever broadcast was Austin Krychek versus James McGee Oof. in Tiburon, like either 2014 or I think 2014. Okay. It was the worst tennis <laughs> match ever. Like neither player could make more than two balls. It was horrendous. You're talking about a reigning number one now. Be careful. I know. Like, like, <laughs> I, I, he, I mean, and a he, good guy. He and a good guy. Great guy. Yeah, Married to a, a, a Illinois women's tennis player who yes. I've known for, for a very long time. They're, they're great human beings. Kudos to him. Um, great for story. For somebody that 
possibly wasn't going to play tennis. You know, I think these yeah. are, you know, these are things we don't really speak about. And, you know, I, I might have been more in passing than anything else. But I remember even speaking to him and he saw the end to some extent, yes. you know, and, and didn't really know what that looked like. And obviously knew he had some skill in doubles. But for a lot of people, you know, on the single side, that specializing in doubles path. And I spoke to even I spoke to Sangren recently about mm. this. It's not an easy decision to make. No. You know, there's not not only the ego, you know, that is in the way. It's also like people understand that you have to be third in the world to really be making a living in the double side of it. You know, to yep. really see that and to get to thirty, there are a lot of damn good doubles teams. And when you're playing ten point tiebreakers by making yeah. your way through. Anybody's With no winning ad it. scoring. With no ad scoring. Anybody's yeah. winning it. So, yeah, I mean, unbelievable effort. I mean, to have Rajiv Ram and then to see Austin Krychek doing his thing, it's it's pretty impressive. All right. I've got two remaining things, but they're very quick, quick hitters. Yeah. Anything more yeah. serious from you? No, I want to hear these quick hitters. I mean, you're good with quickies, so. Okay. Doesn't take much at this age. Um, Number one, Milos Raonic played a match today and won. <laughs> he won. He beat Miomir Ketsmanovic in his return to tennis. I am so excited. I remember how I brought him up on the podcast like a few months ago, and I was I, like, I am ready for Miomir Ketsmanovic to lose today. I was ready for that. And Poor Milos <laughs> is right there, and he's coming for that number one spot. on the, Only on the grass, though. Yes. Only on the grass. Um. Yeah, I, I actually wanted. I mean, I meant to get in touch with him. Um, super interesting guy, Milos. Yes, yeah, just all around uh, analytical thinker. Very interesting all the way. But yeah, I mean, in an interview, he said he didn't touch a racket for a year, and I'm no, and nuts. I'm curious to see how if that was hyperbole or not. How realistic that that could be. I mean, very well, yeah. he could have been doing a billion different things. Um, and I got to hear it from him. I really do. So Get, on, get him on the flipping podcast, would the you? Pod. Welcome get to the him pod. on the pod. I will. I will. I will. We'll get him on a pod. Okay. Um, my second. last thing is is something that I, you I know, I know. Wait. No, you're, it's fine. Uh, you and I, over the last couple of years, um, one of the things we've bonded over is, is sports card collecting mm. um, over the last couple of years. Um, recently, the, the, first tennis product in a long time uh has ha released it's called tops chrome it's actually 2021 tops chrome tennis you're not about to show me what i think you're about to show me no i don't i i, I did buy some cards last week but uh, oh, okay. just for, for uh so here's here's the thing so in sports cards for those who don't you know aren't familiar yes uh, you have what is called a base card and everybody's familiar with like baseball cards and you'll open a pack of cards and most of them are just kind of base cards and there's millions and millions of those cards <laughs> but then there are varietals okay they're little varietals of each card so there might be some that's like a uh, I don't know. Let's just use Derek Jeter as an example. A Derek Jeter to 99, or there might be Derek Jeter to 25, and then there's li so there's limited edition, um, you know, of yes. those cards. I'm going to realize that what I'm about to say is to a very, very tiny, small subset uh, of the folks who are listening to our podcast, Noah. Um, the release uh, of this this. <laughs> card uh you know set that just came out there are what are called one of ones they're super fractors is what they're called they're they're shiny and there's only one of them i'm gonna put a bounty out for the mitchell kruger one of one if you open one of these boxes i will pay you the going rate for the one of one of mitchell kruger and you you happen to hit it okay so i'll pay you for the one of one Plus an extra hundred dollars just as a bounty. I'll double it. There you go. <laughs> I well, first, do we know there is a one of one? Do we know that? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So each yes. person gets. Each person has a one of one wow. super fractor. Okay. I have a I have a eBay saved search each time a new super this fractor. Is a, this is, is an released. auto one of one, or no? No. No. no this is a base. So, so base. yes. The autographs might, are different. And for people that know, if you get an in-person autograph from the player, it actually yes. decreases the price of the card. Correct. But that is something I'm worth risking here for the Mitchell Kruger. I might have to get that inscribed, actually. Yes. I might want a personalized message 
Yes. Do you want to share this? Are we going to, to Mike and Noah? I don't know if I'm ready to share. (laughs) 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 Okay. But okay. Let's name the top two players that are on this is Coco golf is, has a one of one Coco Coco is going to be number one, but there's, I mean, there are also some like a Rod Laver has a one of one who (laughs) Pete, like there is a Pete Sampras, one of one Coco, Madison Keys. Right, What's interesting is like the the big three on the men's side. None of them have a card. Right. No Murray. We're pretty sure that they have exclusive contracts with other. Correct. Brands. With somebody else. Yes. Um. Um. On the women's side, Coco is the Iga yes. does not have a card. Serena mm-hmm. Venus don't have cards. I think so. It's going to end up being owns a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So as a result, like the set's not the best tennis set you could get. But, the Mitchell but there Kruger. are some. Car- I have to have the Mitchell Kruger. I'm sharing it with you. If you hide okay. that from me, we're gonna problem. That's fine. I, okay. I'm just telling you. Every time a one of one from that set is listed, I now have it on my eBay save Safe search. So, like I, I get an email every time a new one of one comes out. Um, let's see. Okay. I bought a Maddie Keys. I bought. Uh, I did buy a Mitchell Kruger to fifty. Okay, so we have one to start. We have a to fifty. Yeah, but that's not gonna do it. We have to find the one of one. Yeah. So okay. go out, rip it. <laughs> if you find it, rip the box. It's like Charlie and Jarko Factory. Yeah. Um, Metro okay. Cougar so Golden Ticket. I have to have it. Uh, anything else from you? No. You coaching a lot? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, traveling Van- with juniors has been Ooh, fun. Did you go to Blends in Vancouver? Like I told you to? I did not. What the? I did, I did a lot. I did a lot. I didn't go to Blends, though. did a lot. I know. You fucking hate me. It's okay. That's all right. Nothing's changed. Uh, you coming to Tulsa soon? Yeah. When's that happening? Soon. I miss you. When are you coming? I don't know. When are you coming? I got it. I got stuff. I've got I've Taylor Swift's in a few weeks. Um, yeah, soon. Uh, maybe end of June. God end sense. of June. Okay. You're not going to do anything. We'll talk off the air. Um, okay, so Blair Henley coming up. She will also join she me is for. She's too nice to you. She she is she's oh I I did mean to actually bring this up. If Tennis Channel doesn't pick her up for commentary soon, they're absolutely missing the boat, and she will be better. She's than... too nice to you. You don't deserve her kindness. So Tennis Channel, <laughs> uh, we're part of your podcast network. Pick her up, okay? She's she's too good. You guys are wasting opportunity by not having her on as one of your lead play by play people. Um, so Blair is coming up. We'll, we have some serious discussions. Then we also are joined by Alex Lawson, where we have non-serious discussions. Does that sound right? <laughs> and then <laughs> next week, next week, Alex Bolt uh, will be on the podcast as well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. delay right now in Tyler, Texas. So we haven't broadcast enough the last two days. Blair Henley going to pop on for just a couple minutes. And we were going to do this at kind of the conclusion of your few days of commentary here in Tyler, Texas. Um, thanks for being on the pod. Part thanks of the conditions for, having me. Uh, for, for being with us. Um, you have been around challengers at times over the years. I think to the best of my knowledge, this is the first time you've really had couple of days three days here your thoughts the tennis calendar the tennis world the tennis players the orders of play never sleep Mm -hmm. and I think we see that especially on a day like today when you have several guys inside watching Casper Ruud played play Holger Runa at RG and you know you've seen that at other tournaments as mm-hmm. well in Newport which is the tail end of Wimbledon and watching those guys watch Wimbledon on TV it just to me is such a picture of how just the tennis calendar rolls on it's hard 
I mean, I, I know I said it. I texted um, Abigail Johnson in, in Great Britain. I know she does a lot of the UK pro leagues that are at the same time as some of the Grand Slams. It is challenging for me as a broadcaster to be broadcasting a challenger versus a slam. I can't imagine what it's like for these players because you can, I suppose you could take it one of two ways, right? Like I want to be there or dang it, I'm not there. Yeah, and I think trying to enjoy the moment, live in the moment, mm. while also wanting more. I think finding that balance can be tough. If you want it too much, yep. it can be an impediment to actual progress. I was one who tend to white-knuckle results <laughs> instead of enjoying the yeah, journey. Right, right. Like we're all told we're supposed to be able to do. I was never great at yeah. that. And, and you, you can kind of see the players who are better at that than others you don't want to enjoy it too much but you want to be able to at least take joy in the individual wins and and be able to bounce back after the losses well that's interesting you mentioned that because Carlos Alcaraz I mean so much was made I think it was last week about his comment of of always playing with a smile that aspect you don't see that very much here at a challenger all that often because of the fact that this is that stepping stone so I'm, I'm wondering how you've kind of viewed that component here these three days yeah it's funny there is on paper maybe less weight to a win or loss at this level but for the individuals more weight because for a 28 year old who has sort of languished at the 250 zone in the rankings every win feels like a ticket to maybe play a few more weeks it can actually have that much weight uh, for a player's career and so so that I think is what you sense when you're around the challenger level you have um, pretty at most events that you're working at you have pretty intimate access with the players Um, that's especially true labor cup uh, you had the Netflix reunion a couple weeks ago where you are I mean there's there's an intimacy that you have with your your normal job. Now you've had this opportunity here these last few days, and I'm wondering what you think of that at this level. I love that. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think anyone who wants to be able to report well on this sport values this atmosphere where you're, you know, feet away from guys playing cards and <laughs> some twiddling their thumbs and on their phones and sleeping on yes. a couch. There, There is just a, I think, a depth of understanding that you can get, not only by sort of seeing it, but by the fact that, you know, I had Christian Langmo earlier today, whose, whose match I called yesterday with yeah. you. Uh-huh. I mentioned on the broadcast that I had many questions about his tattoo sleeve on his left leg right and he apparently watched that heard it Uh and today said to me i would love to know what your questions are (laughs) that's when i left (laughs) you left i proceeded (laughs) to ask about 10 questions i i was not lying when Uh i said i had questions yeah uh he answered them all and was would have answered many more i think Uh, and and so it's those sort of interactions and you know better than anyone uh, that Again, you get to know these players as humans. There's a feeling of sort of being all part of the same family. Everybody sort of understands the grind. Um, And I think there's value for the players in in knowing whoever their friends are, who they hang out with. Everybody gets it. And I think people get it on the the staff side as well. For the most part. For the most part. There are definitely some exceptions. Sure. But that's for non-podcast time. Um, So you've done some commentary here. Um, Mm -hmm. How has it been different than what you expected? Um, and, and how do you think your transition has gone so far, which is a tough question to answer while you're still in the middle of it. Well, first of all, Mike, thank you for giving me my, my VIP guest passes sure. to your tent. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> um, which I, is right now, yeah. you see how it's sinking in the it, middle? It is, it's going to be bad. It is sinking in the middle <laughs> under the weight of the torrential rain that we've had this afternoon. Uh, I mean, a little bit of background for somebody who doesn't know me. I've done a lot of the hosting side of mm-hmm. things, uh, a lot of interviewing, um, uh, you know, things in front of the camera, in a studio, that sort of thing. Commentary for anyone who's done it knows that it's it's... A lot more reactive, mm. uh, less 
I'm an over-preparer in general. Yeah. It, it's helpful in some ways in commentary. I think it's definitely good to do your research. Uh, and as we know, some commentators do more research uh-huh. than others. Yeah. And I think you can tell. And yes. the people who know tennis can tell. So the the desire to make sure I'm educated before I go into a match, I think that's a plus. That's just a fraction though of the commentary equation and that is why it takes reps to be good yeah uh and you know you can i feel like i know tennis pretty well but the reps are so important to just getting the rhythm it's there's a rhythm Mm -hmm. to it um i'm not telling you anything that you don't know because you you know that you could probably commentate in your sleep. I have. <laughs> Trust me when I say I have. Was that when was that yesterday afternoon? <sighs> Two days ago. I mean no, that I'm recliner kidding. is really comfortable. <laughs> oh gosh, for those, does everybody know your goodwill routine? It's it's strictly yeah. So I, I probably people don't if they don't follow me on Instagram, but I post it every week at my ten dollar, fifteen dollar chair from Goodwill to save my back because I I, I don't want this to sound whiny or uh, but. Most tournaments, they provide a chair. It is not a chair you want to sit in for 10 to 12 hours, and that's the reality of my life. Yep. Totally fine. I don't, I'm don't. i not mad at anybody, but I'm willing to spend 10 or $15. So I bought this week a full-on recliner. I think it's fake leather, I think. Leather? Is that what the f- leather? I don't I, know. I wouldn't venture to guess, and I wouldn't want to examine it closely <laughs> enough to find out last week's was last week's was significantly worse (laughs) this one this one's fine last week i had some real questions about the stains that were actually on there i can't it's okay anyway (laughs) i i'm i'm sitting next to mike in his recliner he's got you know shoes off looks like he's curling up Mm. in front of a fire to watch some challenger tennis i am uh, well to be fair, I don't know that I will ever be that relaxed, nor have I ever in a, in a work setting, not because I don't want to, but because I'm a little mm. tightly wound. Yeah. Uh, and always think that today is going to be the day that I uh, do something that ends up on YouTube and don't ever <laughs> get hired for anything ever again. Um, so again, that's sort of, I, that's probably not a healthy mentality going into the day, but that that is in part why... For me, I want to make sure that I get the reps that I need, even though I feel like I have good foundational knowledge and I've certainly listened to a lot of commentary and I know who I think is good and who I don't prefer quite as much and and sort of knowing how you want it to sound. But but being in that chair, reacting in real time is a different story. And so I the thought of how I was going to be was, was probably worse than how I actually was, which again, that's, that's on brand for me, (laughs) but, but the reps are key and I have a lot to learn and I want to make sure that, you know, if I ever do this at a different level of the game that I am, have prepared and practiced just like I would if I were going out to play a tennis match. I think that's, that's really a key because Preparation looks different for almost every commentator I know. Some people have a, a straight system. Some people like to come in fresh with without too much. Um, and it, it's really finding that, that healthy balance so that you're not over-prepared because then you're thinking too much about the notes that you've gotten or things you've read. And I've never overthought in my life. Never like, I have probably no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, so tell me, gosh. Tell me more about Mikhail Kukushkin's personal life. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, well listen, I went down a hole. I went down a rabbit hole last night. Uh I I have always I have always loved his backstory actually as as someone who would love to see more female mm. coaches on Agreed. on the men's side of the game and his w- wife, ex-wife, ex-wife now do with that information what you will did coach him for 10 years. It's a fascinating story. Fascinating I've story. She's extremely well qualified. Mm-hmm. Uh and Kushkin has said that he got, you know, some Snickers in the locker room as a result of that throughout the years, which is such a bummer mm-hmm. to me. Uh, indicative of the state of things, though, I, though as you mentioned, I, I do think we're, we're moving in the right direction. The WTA has a pathway now for right. female coaches because it's a, it's a problem. Uh, problem is not the word. 
it's something, it's a trend we see on the women's side as well. There are a lot of male coaches and that's for a number of different reasons. But the fact that he took some flack for that during his career is, is disappointing. Uh, and listen, it was when she was coaching him that he reached a career high 39 in the world. So something to be said for that. Um, this is always an awkward conversation for a, for a male to kind of instigate, but I'm, I'm wondering, I know in Australia they made a point of trying to have more female lead voices on their play-by-play commentary team, which I thought was great. Um, Abigail Johnson, who I mentioned earlier, she's she was one of them. Um, Kate, whose name I can't remember, who came from Singapore, she was more of a golf announcer and transitioned over towards some tennis. Um, how difficult has that been for you in terms of not really maybe having as easy access to those type of chairs? Where I have seen it most in my career thus far has been as far as the announcer side of things mm. go. Uh, Voice of God, those tend to be men. Yes. And, you know, especially in stadiums, male voices have just sort of been the standard. Right. So in in what I have done up to this point in my career, that's probably where I've seen it most. And I appreciate, you know, the USTA, for instance, trusting me with Billie Jean King Cup events, which is very voiceover, voice of God heavy, uh, to trust me to do that. Because I, I think for a long time, people just assumed that a woman's voice couldn't be authoritative enough right. to command that sort of position. So I appreciate the people willing to take a chance on that. It might, you know, if I can get more reps in the commentary space, it might work in my favor, Mm -hmm. knowing that that is something that is not as common. Similar to, we talked Mike last night, I I started off teaching tennis, my dad's a tennis pro, and I've I've often wondered if I had stayed in that industry. Mm -hmm. You know, when I walked in, when I was still teaching, and when my husband was playing baseball, I taught at various cities where he was playing. And when I tell you, Mike, I walked in and said, hi, my name's Blair. I teach tennis. It was like, you're hired. (laughs) I mean, no resume related questions. They were just so happy to have a female tennis pro. And so that can also work in your favor. The fact Mm -hmm. that there, there aren't as many, because especially today hasn't always been a consideration, but I think that, Variety is something that people are looking for. Representation. Sure. That is extremely important. Um, Do you feel, I want to make sure I phrase this right. How do you make the jump from what you've learned here these last couple days about yourself, not what you've learned from me, because that's very little. I've learned a lot from you, Mike. Um, Get a recliner every week. Um, (laughs) how How does it continue for you when when opportunities in this in, in tennis world specifically for commentary is it's so minute just the opportunities how do you continue that in a way that is meaningful um without just kind of getting thrown in there at like tennis channel and all of a sudden you're doing a, a big match without ha- you know how do you get, how do you practice <laughs> i guess is what i'm asking you drive to a challenger <laughs> in tyler texas mike cation i no i mean really though i i have no i'm here i paying for my own hotel. I am yeah. not getting paid to work, yeah. but this is well worth the investment for me because I just, if I ever do get that opportunity, if I ever, you know, somebody's out with an angle injury and I get the call, <laughs> I want to do it justice because yeah. I have heard people who I don't feel do it justice. And as somebody who loves tennis and wants to grow the game, that's not helping anyone. So I just want to be ready, and I am. I'm. I personally am willing to invest my time and money to make sure I I get those reps. How okay? So I'm. This is going to be big picture here, Blair. Okay. But great. <laughs> this is what we do late at night, right? Not <laughs> not in the middle of the afternoon. Big picture, grow the game. That mm. aspect. Um, what is it about content? What is it about commentary? that helps, what is it that hurts? It's actually one of the things I love about getting experience at the challenger level alongside you. We did this right before COVID hit mm-hmm. at the Dallas Challenger right. 
at TBRM in Dallas. Yes, as you might imagine, as I said, the Dallas Challenger. But I, the fact that you can be a little bit looser, have a little bit more fun than you might feel you can on a world feed mm-hmm. broadcast, I think that's huge. I, I mean, I have listened to you call challenger matches, mm-hmm. and I find myself smiling at, nice. at yes, at, at whether it's a description of a, a point or what just happened or a backstory from, from a player or a player's coach, as, as we <laughs> discussed. You, you sent me to YouTube to, Bruno Echigari. Uh, to see a, a legendary <laughs> meltdown. Speaking of Dallas, that, that happened at Dallas. Yeah. At, at, was it at T-Bar-M? It was at T-Bar-M. At T-Bar-M. Uh, yeah, Bruno Echigari working this week with uh, Alexi Gallarno. And he's mm-hmm. playing later this afternoon. And they are drying the courts. <laughs> of course they would be drying the courts at this moment while we're podcasting. It's not like we're talking big picture or how mean, to make, uh, you know, the sport better or anything. For sure. Uh, <laughs> but but those, that sort of ability to, to have a little latitude and a little yes. bit of fun in a broadcast, I think is huge. In your in your work, I, I think every people always say it, but I think you're one of the most beloved people in this sport. I I know Blair. It's fine. I, I, yeah. You and I both you don't like. You can't see me shaking my head. You and I both don't you. like compliments, right, and it's sure. it's a struggle for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the same is true for you. So how do you how do you maintain that? Because there, are, especially if you do commentary, there are times where you sure. have to be critical. It's not that you're thinking this person is a bad person. They've just made bad choices in this particular point. Whatever. How, do, how will you find that balance for yourself because you can't and then and then Alex Lawson is going to join it this is your last question oh boy no you don't get the power you, you don't want the power that's your microphone over there you can sit far away from us I suppose he needs to hear us but how do you how will you find that balance so that you're not criticizing a person you're mm-hmm. just criticizing what's happening I think it's all in the delivery and delivery tone the way that you phrase things and also I think, Mike, having played tennis and and for you being here week in and week out and knowing these guys and how hard they're working, some I'm sure you've seen some players maybe not work as hard. I I have a list. Many (laughs) of them are are grinding 24 hours a day. Yes. And I, I think knowing that and just having that empathy going in, I think that helps find the balance uh, and and just also knowing that it's real easy to say things yes it is doing them on the court <laughs> not so easy a- and I do think yes. sometimes that is the tone that can rub people the wrong way Correct. is is saying something like well yes if the player were sitting here watching they'd probably say the same thing Correct. but but executing is a completely different story yeah there's one particular player who strongly dislikes me because of my criticism of his choices um Take your microphone. That's yours. Uh, yeah, it's on. It's on. It's we on? hear you. Yeah. Okay. Hi. We can hear you. You just won't. You don't okay. have headphones. Okay. Can you? Are you picking all that up too? Yeah, but it's fine. Nobody's going to listen to you anyway. So, okay. Um, uh, this is this is kind of unique. So so I think I'm, I mentioned it to you, Blair. Alex and I did record a podcast previously. Champagne 21. Was that 2021? It wasn't this past November. Yeah, so it must it have been. been yeah. yeah, November 21, and it failed miserably. Uh, bad interviewer, bad interviewee. Like the combination of both <laughs> bads was. I don't. I don't think you did anything wrong. We we were both trying to out funny each other in a way, and that that was not ideal. The but dynamic was off. It but was then not we great. did we did commentary for the doubles matches the next day, and, and it, it went. Fine. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, people loved it. Um, you guys have a history as well in Newport last year. I mean, it was really fun kind of getting texts from Blair about Alex Lawson out of, out of nowhere. I feel like that, that phrasing, I feel like people might have questions. Anyway, we did a Q&A in Newport, just, just to be clear. Okay, sorry. You're, yes, sorry. Yeah, we, d- we did a Q&A on the little center grass court mm. in Newport, which is, like, the best we're, spot. Weren't we, like, fill-ins for, like, Isner uh, or someone it's canceled? It's possible somebody wasn't available. Yeah. But you and Rob 
Galloway yeah. at well, the they, time. They were asking us to do, you know, we were helping out with like, I, there was like a kids day. There yeah. was like, they wanted us to go talk to some sponsors or something like that. Um, so we were just saying yes to whatever we could that week. Of course. Um, yeah, that, that and makes uh, you feel special. It does. Well, <laughs> I mean, we'll we'll take anyone for Q and A's. Uh, but no, it was that was the first time ever I've done. They call them chat with champions in Newport. We do them every morning of Wait, the tournament. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that because of the bleep or say it. Was we, <laughs> so those those Q and A's are called chats with champions, and yes. you did you did something that has never been done. I've done that tournament six or seven years. Oh. It ended with a doubles lesson, a, a literal doubles lesson yeah, on but the court. The, you, you asked for some... I think a fan Oh, asked one of the fans question. asked... Okay, yes. that was it. Yeah. And, and you took it upon yourself to get up and actually show them. It was like a whiteboard, but in oh, real we were, life. We were standing on a court, you know, um, <laughs> and I... Because Rob gave like some... Rob was... It was... If we're doing like the, you know, straight man, yes. funny man kind yes. of thing, like... He plays a good straight man. Yeah. And so his answer was, like, very... Oh, was it your best doubles tip? Maybe that was yeah, the question. Yeah, that was the Give, question. Leave us with your best doubles yeah. tip. Yeah, and he, yes. he gave some technical stuff, yeah, you know, for, for stuff. that he wanted me to work on in practice, yeah. you know. And then, <laughs> um, yeah, then I, well, I don't know. I mean, he helped me also. Like, we were both doing the, the demo. It was very informative. Extremely. And, and we were all treated to a real-time display of your flag That's knowledge, true. I was really nervous about that. Uh, Why? Okay. Ba- well, I know them all. I know them all for sure. But yeah. the downside of having that sort of, like, no- any, any specific knowledge yes. like that, if someone puts you on the spot like that, I mean, yes. of course, like, and you sure. mess it up, then you You're have done. no credibility, credibility in, in anything. Yep. Yes, you know? well, backstory here. If you have not read... Alex's ATP bio. It's one for the ages. And w- I'm going to go in and edit it because it's, I, I mean, I, it's definitely different than a lot of the other ones, but I need, it needs updating, I think, you know? Uh, so you're going to add more I mean, flavor. Add, I might subtract. I, I don't know. So sub, okay. just some, make some tweaks. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Um, well, go ahead. Do you, do you know about Alex's history as a, as a comedic writer? A what? A comedic writer. I don't know about that history. Uh, he created the legendary Twitter oh. account, Poo Tennis. Yeah. Which was a parody account of the legendary zoo tennis, Colette Lewis. Very, as, as mature as it sounds. <laughs> um, there was good, com- yeah. there, there were moments of good comedy mixed in there. Some, is, it was my funny point. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, some sure. other times it was not, but there were, there were some moments of good I was comedy. A, I was casting a big net, you know? Yes. And, of course, you're going you're gonna to catch some fish, but um, <laughs> it was, I haven't done it since. That was all when I was in school because I would just go, I would do it at the, you know, like the major college tournaments, so like All-Americans, indoors, NCAAs, uh, maybe that's it, but... Um, it was all anonymous. No one, know, no one knew it was me. So that added a little bit of, like, fun to it. It, was, it got to the point where people were, like, coaches, players um, at, the, at those tournaments. You hear them, like, talking about it and mm-hmm. stuff like that, um, like, trying to figure out who it was. Did and you no one blow suspected. your cover in real time? No, I, I blew the cover after I graduated. Okay. Um, I wanted some credit there. I, I was getting, like, <laughs> cocky about it. Because um, I, what was the tall guy who played at Georgia? Everybody thought it was Oosterbond. Oosterbond. No, a lot of people and thought R- it Ronnie was Schneider, right? A lot of people thought it was Hilt. I was getting DMs like from like Parsa and yeah. like I don't know who else. Like, this, you know, this is like Jared, right? <laughs> and I think that's also a part. Of, I like after I graduated, I was like, I can't have people thinking this was Jared. You know, <laughs> gotta set the record straight. Yeah. Uh, okay, hang on. Can I? Can we circle back for just one second? Oh yes, because circle. It's, it's taken me. I've taken the long way home here on this yeah. flag story. But one of the lines in the legendary ATV bio is is the fact. I don't know what you call yourself in there. A flag expert Maybe. or knows knows everything there is to know about flags. Yeah. Well, I asked. I thought that was a joke and asked about it in this. Why would that? What's Q&A. the joke? <laughs> 
<laughs> She's like, I thought it was. I thought it was a. It's not funny, but I thought it was a joke. I mean, there were, but it's because there were a number of things in there that you're like, I don't. Is this real? I don't know if this no, is was, real. Yeah. Uh, but but yes. So there was a there was a fan sitting there who said, you know, do you really know everything there is to know? And here's my question. He asked yeah. you to like. He said, which flag has? And he gave you colors, and you nailed yeah. it. And there was well, there was. Um, there was like an older gentleman that asked asked one, and then there was a little kid that was throwing out like hard hard questions about flag question. And then I think after we're like, okay, that's it, we're done. And then you know we're just saying hi to people afterwards. Then he came up and asked me a couple more, and they were really hard. <laughs> I mean, I, I I got them of course, but I was like, I'm glad he, if he asked me that, maybe like in the moment, I don't know, it would have been it would have been tough. Well, you are. I still follow Flaggable, a flag account. You follow that? Yes, because because of you, and it's it's, it's been educational. It's educational. They've the content has slowed down a bit. I don't know who's in charge of that, but what's what's the page again? Flaggable. Flaggable. That's right. You know, if they're listening, they need to they need to get back on top of it because they've slacked a little bit. They have flag design contests. I each am month. aware. I'm yeah. well aware. And I only I did one, um, like last year. And I was, the way they do it is they, you know how you can vote on Instagram mm -hmm, polls? Mm -hmm. um, they do a bunch of different, like, series of that. And then, you know, there's, like, a first round, a second round, like, semifinals, whatever. And mine lost in the first round. I was like, I thought it was great. <laughs> so I didn't make another one since then, but. All right. I actually have a serious question for okay, Alex. Okay, great. A serious question? A serious question. Okay. So we were talking a little while ago um, with Alexi Gallarneau, not on the podcast, oh, yeah. separately. And we were talking about Blair has an affinity for players who have some sort of uniqueness to them. You are a unique human being. How important <laughs> is your person? I'm being serious here, even though it's, gonna, it's taking me a long way to get here. Your personality has, I think, helped you stand out on these weeks amongst other tennis players amongst other tennis players and i'm wondering if that is actually if that's important for you do you think about that are you conscious of it or are you just like are you living asking your life if i'm trying to be weird <laughs> no that's, that's what it sounds like <laughs> no I mean, what am i allowed to say? can i say the f word or no yes okay um yeah i'm not that's not how i'm gonna answer i was just okay um, i was wondering how you were gonna mix it <laughs> yeah, in like, fuck you <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like, are you trying to be like a no, fucked like, up guy? No, I think I think you're a unique human being, and I like okay. I think I think when I remember people from my past, I don't necessarily remember like this. You know, sure we've got Federer, Nadal, Serena, whatever. I'm gonna remember personalities. I'm gonna remember okay. people who have a mustaches. fun story. Yeah, mustaches, like. You have an identity. Okay. And I respect that. So, like, I'm not That's trying to great say. That's for me, yeah. Yeah. How I mean, can I monetize that, do you think? Great question. <laughs> My point being, like, it, it feels like you are who you are and you're comfortable with that. Is that accurate? Do oh. you think about that and, uh, and not just conforming to the norm while you're out on tour? Yeah. I'm, I'm comfortable with it. Don't make me think too much about it, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I just want to, I don't know. I'm having fun. I, I like doing what I'm doing. Uh, I would, I would have stopped long ago if I weren't, you know? Uh -huh. So I think it's easy to, to like enjoy myself, you know, from just day to day, I'm saying, and just like have a little bit of personality, whatever, if I'm actually enjoying like the quote unquote work that I'm doing, you know, if I, if I were miserable out here, I'm sure it would it would show through in just the way I conduct myself, you know? I, I don't know. I don't really think about it a whole lot. What's the hardest part? The of, hardest of part this of life. this? Yes. Oh, gosh. Um, I think it's getting more. We, we talk about this sometimes. It's getting more and more pressing, like, the older I get. But, you know, I'm playing doubles also, so there's not a lot of money in that. And, you know, just talking to guys you went to school with, um, like non-tennis players, I'm saying, just friends from college, you know, whoever just, they have real jobs there. They have real lives. They have money, stuff like that. 
you know, I don't have, um, money. it's a different life. I don't have money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's, you know, that's one difficulty for sure. Will you transition to whenever it happens? I know you've done some coaching. Will you transition to a comedy lifestyle, Michael Costa-esque? Sorry. Will you transition to a comedy-ish lifestyle, like no. a comedy writer? Some, why not? I don't think so. You're funny. There, there's a writer's strike going on right Perfect now, Michael. Perfect opportunity, Alex. Scab. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you could make so much money right now. Like, I could be the only one writing right now? Yes. You yeah. could be the lone writer for The Daily Show. But then I'm a scab, and they, they wouldn't the other writers would reject me once they, you know, I wouldn't be able to get a gig. It's true. Um, I honestly haven't really, it, it, it wouldn't make a lot of sense for me to go into, to go from one extremely risky profession into arguably more risky. Maybe not. Probably, yeah. Probably I don't is. know. I don't know. That, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm going to become a, a CPA. What's, what's the most stable job we can think of? <laughs> That's pretty high, but you only have to work for like two months a year. That's really great. Yeah. February to April 15th, and then you're done. Yeah. I, I don't know. We need to brainstorm here. Okay. With the guys that you see and hang out with, is there a particular personality type that you maybe see more often or is better suited to this life? Oh, that's a good that's question. That's a great question, and I'm sad that I didn't think of it. <laughs> I don't know. I guess, like, better suited, meaning they'll, like, enjoy themselves out here, or better suited, meaning they'll just rise through quicker, and I, you, you know what I mean? Because I, I think there's some guy... I, I, it'd be easier to answer the opposite way. I think it's easier to see, like, Who's oh, not that, guy, that guy's Who's hating this. Stuck. Yeah. So, you know? so what, what kind of personality type... Is oh, that. you want names right now? <laughs> no, I'll take names. Absolutely. Um, I honestly, I feel like it would be so funny. I could, I want to name drop people, but I'm not going to. <laughs> um, are these people who are still currently doing it? Well, there's some guys. I don't know yeah. if he's still here right now. No, but like just a real, a real negative. <laughs> it's don't a say great it. name. It's a great. Don't it's, say it. It's correct. Um, <laughs> I feel like you have to be positive. You have to be a. You have to be optimistic, right? Yeah. Um. So I guess by that token, like, it pays to. I don't want to say like distance yourselves yourself from a certain type of person, but. Um, it's easy to get sucked into a certain way of thinking. You know, you show up to a tournament in some random country. Is this not really loud on the mics? Uh, Is it like getting none of this? No, it's getting a lot of it, of what we're saying. We're fine. It's just, These are really quality microphones. You have headphones on, so you're not really... It sounds... I feel like I'm shouting now. It's fine. <laughs> but anyways, like, you know, I played a tournament two weeks ago in North Macedonia yeah. in Skopje pronunciation was okay there maybe okay, it's close and i just not that i encountered any of these characters there but like there's a certain personality type like you're saying that like would just not thrive what's the opposite of thriving i don't know um plateau sorry plateau just kind of no that uh, opposite like they oh, would, like diff like sink fall, fall yeah whatever they would Weather. not you know that you get you get there and you're like oh this what the courts they find something wrong with the courts the hotel like whatever it is and then they're anytime you talk to them they have you met noah been to where have you met noah before yeah Noah. who is that yeah he does this podcast sometimes oh this it does he yeah every okay. once in a while i sent i have did you watch that video i sent you the Noah? No. come on man he sent me a video of noah last week i have uh, you should maybe cut this part out because it's going to make me sound like a Noah fanatic, but I have these clips of him that I like three or four second clips of him saying like, you know, whatever it is that yeah. I'll sometimes like use as a meme. And it's, he's, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so your court's going to be opening up relatively yeah, soon yeah, so yeah. you can practice. Yeah, I should go. Last question. Do you have any questions for the two of us? Um, 
Yeah. Oh gosh. You, I remember you asked me this in yeah. champagne and this, I think when you asked me this, when we first tried the podcast, yeah. I distinctly remember like there was just a long silence and I was like, this is going so poorly. Like, <laughs> um, I guess the answer is off the top of my head. No. Okay. And I don't want to like, just make something up mm. because you know, that doesn't, that just, that's bad podcasting. No, it's actually great podcasting. Just making up just a question? making things up all the time. Okay. Are you? Are you guys excited for trivia tomorrow night? Blair is not going to be here tomorrow night. You're leaving tomorrow? It was tonight. I know it was tonight, but now you guys yeah, are we're going to be commentating until well, I say we, we're not I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, you're not. You guys are going to be y'all are going to be commentating oh. until late. Um I was excited to answer your question. Yeah, she, she was genuinely I, I excited. Was, I was legit yes. excited. I mean, it, if on the off, maybe it starts raining again and we get out of here before 7, but that's what time it is tonight. 7? Yeah, trivia se- night at 7? Yeah, there are, usually a trivia night will be Tuesday or Thursday from 7 to around 9, depending on the format of the trivia. No, some, maybe sometimes you got to cater to all the demographics with trivia. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, we, we've been trying to find trivia nights wherever. If it's in the U.S., you can find them. And we'll, we need to improve upon our performance our old, last week. Your old person knowledge. What's that? Your old person knowledge. I mean, that's what. Yeah, we need we need a ish something old on the, the team. All the demographics. You know? All yeah. the demographics. Mm-hmm. That's, well, see, this is why she's much more polished than I, I just. <laughs> what I'm is gonna, your? I'm going to say old. What's your area of trivia expertise, Blair? I don't know that I have one. Okay. I would say I have bits of random knowledge. I, okay. I don't know that I have a concentration. There's, okay. there, it's not like I'm a flag expert. But there's not. Okay, there's no one category that you would like perk up about and be like, guys, this, I got this. I feel like I would do okay with pop, anything pop culture. I okay. Keep, I, keep a fin- I keep a finger on the. That's pulse. where we're lacking, actually. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then, so then just, you're saying there's a chance I might be okay at this. You should stay <laughs> one more night. Yeah, forget her husband and kids. Yeah. Stay uh, for trivia night. I was really excited about it, I'm not going to lie. And now <laughs> my hopes and dreams have been crushed by the weather. It's not the first time that's happened. Thanks, Rain. Uh, but, yeah, what's your area of expertise? Um, but, well, I would have said geography. Um, you know, of course, flags, but yeah. then also geography pretty good. But then last week, I maybe, I don't know if I told you this, like the – first category was geography so we thought we were going to be off to a hot start and we i think got one of them right out of like five they're just they're so difficult they're never as simple as they you know as you think they're going to be um alex this has been a lot of fun uh your doubles partner is calling you yeah i just ignored that yeah it's for the best that's what (laughs) what do doubles partnerships really matter yeah I, i wait what yeah Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I have to answer this now. We're playing in like 30 minutes, okay. I think. Go take it. Bye. Thank you, guys. Bye, Alex. This was fun. Bye. Bye. So that was Alex Lawson. Um, thumbs up. Last thoughts from you? This was great. This is, this is tennis in its most raw form. Absolutely. I, I have said before, Blair, and I truly mean it, and he is weird. I just want to make sure I'm, I'm clear. He is weird, but I love his weird. I really do. Um, this is tennis that I, if I only had one job for the rest of my life, I would choose this job Aww. without even thinking twice. I, you can. It's I, a I, little I, look, don't misty, I, I love the Australian Open. I love the U.S. Yeah. Open, the All world the feed stuff. If I only could pick one, this is it. No, to your point, I did say yesterday was it yesterday gosh my days i've only been here for two days and they're already are they're already melting together but there is and i'm not a family-oriented person really i i just i'm i don't know that's a whole nother that's another (laughs) podcast but there is really the feeling of everybody's on the same team it it is a family feel it's just Mm -hmm. you sort of look at the people walking around and we all just sort of get it and yep. and that i don't it just really warms my cold dead heart i fully agree the the amount of times i've come to a hotel you know and in the lobby there's somebody who's lost seven six in the third and you just sit down and you have a beer and talk about anything but tennis mm-hmm. for a little while and it makes quite a difference blair thank you um 
I, I'm not going to ask you to reciprocate here. In fact, I'll shut off your mic if you try to. You are one of my favorite people in the sport. It has been so much fun getting to watch you um, kind of grow here over these two days. It is, it's pretty cool for me to see that because I'm confident in your capabilities on this side of um, the tennis world. So I know that this is like a small stepping stone and someday you'll maybe remember me. Um, so yeah, have, Mike's um, going to get a cut of every future <laughs> commentary check I I'm ever just, may get down the road. I'm just disappointed because like if Barbora Krejcikova comes mm. to town, she gets cowboy boots, and I haven't gotten diddly here. I mean, come to Texas, and I'm just expecting. You're, you know what you're getting after this. What's that? I'm just going to tell you. Yeah. I'm a tennis racket pen straight oh, to your door. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Blair, thank you. The show might be over, but the conversation isn't. Join us on social media at NoahRubin33, at MikeCTennis, and at Behind the Racket. Expect new episodes every Monday or Tuesday. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. It really helps us expand and reach more listeners as we take you Behind the Racket.